we had a nice day yesterday, though. Yeah, yesterday was nice. I mean, the downside for yesterday for me, being an essential employee, that I had to be at oh, work. Mr. Essential. Being that I had to work, I missed out on rounds four, five, and most of six of the NFL draft. So I caught the tail end, but I had to catch up to to where you were, where everybody else was, etc. What, drinking-wise or just... Drinking-wise, uh, information-wise. I started like at noon yesterday, so it was a long day. <laughs> I am paying for it today. Yeah, you were... Uh, I'm not going to lie. This was cutting it real close down to the wire this morning. Makes it more exciting. Sure. Why not? Uh, uh, we didn't have a long commute. Yeah. Right there. Where you go? Yes. So, uh, a couple of things for this week uh, that we're trying out. Uh, looks... Okay, we're jumping right into a phone conversation. Uh, would this be Brian? I doubt it. Okay. Hello, caller. You're on the Booch and Pat show with Pat and Booch. Who are we speaking to? Hello? Okay. They hung up, I guess. All right, uh, so hopefully we're not having more problems with the phone. No, it it looks fine. It looked fine. Um, unless, so, unless it's your dad again trying to it could have been calls. it could have been my dad. I'm not really sure what's going on, but uh, moving on. Um, if you if you want to call us, you'll notice on our screen that we have a couple of new things. So on the top left corner here, we have our phone number. So that's displayed for the entire day for the entire show. Our number seven two four eight one five zero six six seven. So give us a call, give us your thoughts, give us your opinions. Let's talk about whatever it is you want to talk about. Because obviously today's big day, big talking point, is recapping the NFL draft. Hopefully we'll have Brian Startari on around 1230. We are supposed to have Brian Startari on. Uh, with WIP, Fanatic. He uh, did the address announcing for St. Joe's. He's been all around, so it will be nice to have him on. What is that beeping going yeah, on right here? That, uh, that's me attached to Facebook and somebody trying to message me on Facebook. So please stop doing that. Uh, anyway, moving on. Uh, you 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 can follow us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, follow us on Instagram, and we're slowly in the process getting our uh, our shows back up to date on our uh, iTunes podcast and hopefully a new website too. Yes, and I'm working on a website. You can technically right now you can check it out, but it's still. Being the, it's still under construction. Like I'm pretty sure, like under the about section is like it just says a little blurb about Booch, but that's literally what it says. It's just a little blurb about Booch goes here. I think my picture is just a picture I grabbed real quick, and that was the NFL logo. So I mean, it's still under construction. Did you have hair in that picture? Yes. Oh, you gotta get rid of it then. Yes, yes. I, I long flowing beautiful locks. Oh, uh, you never hair. had long flowing beautiful locks. I, that is bogus. My mother would debate you. Uh, but yes, yeah, so uh, we have that going on. Uh, across the top of your screen, you'll see that we updated to the first round of draft picks. So you can see how the first round went from you know what seems like forever ago, which was uh, Friday, uh, Thursday night. Uh, and you can see where everybody landed and how people fell and all of that. It does feel like a lifetime ago. Well, being an Eagles fan, uh, yes, it, it, it really, really did. I'm just drinking all weekend, watching the draft. Feels a long time ago. Yeah, well, I didn't get to drink with you and watch uh, round one with you because you being an essential employee, you had to go to work. I'm uh, Mr. Essential. You you are Mr. Essential. You're something special, I'll tell you that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, so uh, like Booch was saying, around 1230, we're expecting a phone call in. So we'll be discussing with uh, Brian Startari about uh, his takes on how the uh, draft went as a whole. As far as the virtual draft, how people perceived it, how it went, how people liked it. We're going to get his thoughts on what he believes the Eagles did well. Um came up short, maybe get some grades on here. Booch and I will give our opinions. And please, feel free to uh, call us and text us in the comments section on Facebook Live. Booch has got that monitored. Yeah, we're so checking we're, that out. So you got questions for us that way, we will we will gladly uh, answer you there. Well, we, we are going to ask Brian Sartari what he thought about the virtual draft. Yes. What did you feel about the virtual draft? Virtual draft. Um, so a couple of things that uh, I could take from it. Number one, I was going into this – a little concerned, not concerned in the sense that, uh, you know, this is going to be a complete shit show or whatever, but but more along the lines of like I don't know how this is going to compute. Like y- you see all the videos on Facebook or Instagram or whatever people doing the zooms and all that, and that's all well and good, but that's from the privacy of your own phone and all that. Right. This is you're taking that and putting it on someone's TV in their living room to watch. For four hours. Yeah. So uh, I was a little concerned to see how that would go, especially like with Wi-Fi and everything. Well, technology does mess up. It's not perfect. So. Yeah, I was I was curious to see if anybody would uh, uh, drop in or drop out as far as... Uh, Seems like everything uh, went pretty well, flowed pretty well throughout the three days. I would agree. I've been... A couple of times when uh, they'd be talking to the experts or whatever, you could see the delay a little bit. Yeah. Especially the one guy, I forget his name, he was the general manager of the league. It would take like 10 seconds before you start talking. Yeah. And that was him every time. Yeah. And, and I mean, I, I'd like to say like after after night one, you kind of grew to expect what was going to happen on uh, Friday and Saturday. It's like, okay, sitting here listening to these guys is like, you know. At, and I think, if I remember correctly, there was only maybe one, definitely one, but maybe two times through uh, the first night and the second night where – People actually spoke over top of each other. Yeah, it wasn't that bad. Yeah. I didn't really notice it either. And that was because of the delay. So, like, there was the delay. It's like, okay, the guy that's hosting it, uh, uh, what was it, Uh, Chris Rose or or what was his name? Trey Wingo. Trey Wingo? Trey Wingo hosted the draft. That's who we were... What? Yeah, it was Trey Wingo all three days, man. No, the white guy we were talking about. I don't know what you're talking about then. Anyway. It was Trey Wingo, man. Anyway. No, no, no. I'm talking about... Uh, the guy from uh, Intentional Talk. Yeah, Chris Rose. Yeah. That's who I'm talking about. Well, what, what did he do? When, when he was interviewing guys going back and forth. Oh, I didn't even notice he was there. Oh. Well, when he was interviewing people, that was the one time I noticed that there was uh, overlap because there was a significant delay. So him hosting that like talk session, he started chiming in. And then because the delay picked up, then the other guy started talking. Now they're talking over. Remember, I think even when that happened, you even said, yeah, your joke fell short. Like nobody heard that. We're not going to. Anyway, doesn't matter. I think that only happened once, maybe twice. So it wasn't bad. Uh, I think the other thing, well, obviously your sister and my girlfriend seemed to enjoy, was uh, nitpicking and tearing apart people's homes. Oh, they killed them. It was like uh, them watching like HDTV or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the, these curtains are hideous. Look at this couch. Oh, you would think you'd have some more money. These people aren't social distancing. What is this about? Where do they live? Why is this guy taking a poop? Like tons of things going on. Some of the videos were pretty cool, and like Mike Rabel's house, it looked like somebody was actually on the can. <laughs> they 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 dismissed that, right? That he, like his dad said he wasn't. No, he was just sitting down. Yeah, yeah but and it was just like a a reflection, a reflection, or yeah, through a cabinet or something. That's just an unfortunate reflect. That that's 
That's wild. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, you, you had a lot of that. And, I mean, it, it was – I did feel kind of bad for your first-round picks because just the same way that we've been discussing for weeks now about, you know, your, your high school kids, your college kids, like they can't go to prom. There is no real graduation. There's, there's nothing to do. So the same thing kind of follows suit with uh, your first-round draft picks, the kids that are supposed to be in Las Vegas – that are supposed to be, you know, walking out on the stage, get the jersey, get the hat, handshake, hug Goodell, all of that. And instead, you're sitting at home with your parents. Which, it's a nice compromise because it's like, hey, you want to be with your family. But at the same time, like, you missed out on that experience and you're stuck at home. I, I, I liked it. Oh, I enjoyed it a lot. I don't need to see the bro hugs from Goodell and the first <laughs> round picks. I think it's kind of cheesy. So I understand I was okay that. this way. I understand. Well, like I, I said... Goodell, didn't piss me off as much as usual, so I sort of even a little bit liked him this weekend. Which version of Goodell did you actually like? The one where he poked fun of himself and turned around to his TV and yes. had people booing him? Yeah, that was fun. Did you enjoy the version of him prim and proper in his uh, Sunday best business suit? Did you like him when he got down and casual, sitting back like he wanted to sip on some kvass or something in his pajamas? I liked all three versions. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I thought he was a good time this weekend. I thought he was a good host. <laughs> I was curious to see uh, how the booing was going to go, if he was going to be a good sport about it and be tongue-in-cheek. And he sure, sure enough, he delivered on that, which uh, I think I think you got it. Whether you like the guy or not, you got to give him props I, for that. Going back to the virtual booing, they, for every draft pick they had, they would throw up the screen with fans in the background. Right. There were, like, the Chargers, half the screen was blank. <laughs> they couldn't find enough Chargers fans to get on the screen. Which, by the way, I... I I know I asked you this uh, either Friday night or yesterday through all of our heavy drinking. Uh, I wonder, like my my issue, not my issue, but my question was, how did you, how did these people get selected for that? Like, was there I have no idea? I like, was know. there? That's what I want to know. Like, was there some type of like, like sweepstakes that you had to submit? Each team maybe picked did, out people. I did, have no idea. Did each team just r- randomly have like a big Zoom chat and they randomly selected people? Like that's my thing. Is like when I saw the Chargers not having people, or I think um, not the first night, but I think on Friday or on Friday night when uh, we were in rounds two and three, I think closer to three. When you're seeing like Kansas City pick or whatever, you'd see like one or two missing. Yeah, not the whole screen, but like one or two, and it's like, huh. I, 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 I'm Chargers curious. was very noticeable. It was oh, yeah. the screen. Yes. I think it was like the Jets or something. It showed one guy just sitting on his bed like shirtless. <laughs> and I don't think anybody noticed until after it was happening and that picture sort of went viral. Are you talking about that big black dude? Yeah. You do know what that is, right? No. You don't know that? No, I after don't all of this, After all of this coronavirus? All right. Fans, everybody listening to the Booch and Pat show right now, everybody, everybody that that follows us on Facebook, that's listening to the show, even for the people that are going to like download and watch this later. I need everybody to strap in because I'm about to explain to Booch the infamous photo of this black gentleman that has, that has been saving the internet. I want to see if I can find it online. Oh my God. I, th- I, thought, I thought that was that had to have been fake. Uh, just uh, checking through the chat comments, uh, listener Chris, we will get to our grades of the NFC East in a little bit, so hold on tight. And hello, listener Dan. Thanks for tuning in. And I want to give a special shout-out to listener Chris. Happy birthday, buddy. 
I saw he just tuned in a little bit ago. <laughs> so, so, all right. So I, I didn't find the actual, like, the joke about everything. But ultimately, this is what was going around the internet. This is what went viral. Okay, I'm ready for it. This is the actual picture. that You only saw the top half. You're supposed to scroll through this thing, open it up, and it says here, like, happy birthday. This is what's been saving the coronavirus people. What, is, what the heck is that? Well, that's censored, so you don't yeah, have to I, see I, it. I understand. I don't want to see what there's under censoring, all right? I, I get what's underneath that mandingo about the flash, but why is that a thing? Yeah, that, that became a thing back in, I think, mid, I, I mid, to, heard of it. mid to late maybe March. I, maybe... I'm living under a rock. Hey, be thankful. Maybe I'm too essential. I don't get to notice this kind of stuff. <laughs> be thankful. Sort of big deal. I'm really enjoying that. I ha- I got to break that down for you. Because uh, when you said that, you said when you si- What has that been going towards, though? It's not going towards anything. What's he been putting the pictures to? It was like some... T- like, you know how... like um You know uh, Joe Bragg? When he posts, like, all his goofy stuff, and it'll, like, end up with the circle game? You know what I'm yeah. talking about? That's basically what this was. It was, like, some type of... The video, it was forever ago that I watched. It was like some video or something where, um, or a click through, click through thing or like, or it's like one of those here, take this quiz type thing. And then when you click on the, uh, for results, that's the picture you're given. This big black man in his nakedness sitting on the edge of a bed. Uh, somebody just, uh, threw out there. Where's the audio? I'm hoping everybody's listening to us. Hopefully this is getting through. Yeah, it should can, be. Can people give us a little shout out so they know we're listening, that they're listening out there? I'm checking the settings now. We should be. I just uh, I'm reading one of the comments. Where's the Where's the audio? Where's the beef? I I don't know. Uh, well, we'll every, keep on going, and until more people say stuff. I yeah, guess. everything looks like it's good, so yeah. we just keep on rolling. Uh, Maybe you gotta turn up your volume. There you go. <laughs> yeah. What listener was that? Okay, we we got somebody said we're good. We're good. Okay, so then that's somebody else's computer. Fine. Um, Maybe but, we just went out for a couple seconds. Yes, and also bear with us because uh, some of the uh, platforms that I follow on Facebook Live, like other uh, radio broadcast personalities doing sports and stuff, they do have a tendency, Facebook Live, to cut in and out, you know, lose your graphics a little bit, lose a little bit of audio, but... Just bear with us. As far as I know, everything is working. But if it's not, then, you know, obviously let us know. We're just talking to ourselves. (laughs) Just another day of people ignoring us. (laughs) We're tired of getting ignored. That's why we had to bring back the show. And now people just can't even hear us anyway. So, Makes sense. Um, But yes. And yes, we do need an IT dude, PJ. Ah. uh, And then, so so basically that's where we land with that infamous photo. Uh, I'm really happy that we got to exp- we got to do this on the show. That's funny. Uh, but as far as the virtual draft, as far as the draft, like the virtual backgrounds and all this stuff, I think as a whole, I think it went very well. I think I a like lot that. of I think a lot of people accepted it. I know I know you did. I did. A few of our friends that we talked to. A lot of people seem to be enjoying it. I've been to a draft before. I went to the one in Philadelphia, and it was a madhouse. I forgot you did that. Yeah, we did that. It was. It was like a 12-hour day. It was a long freaking day. A lot of walking. Wasn't it? Didn't you guys get sunburned? Like, wasn't it ungodly hot that day? It was day? weird. It was like 90 degrees out in April. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was a long day. I do remember. I forgot all about that. So, 
I like the virtual part. I understand why they have to do the fans because it brings in a lot of money for the NFL and right. things they are going towards, right. different charities and stuff. I get that, but I like this way. I hope they try it again maybe sometime down the line. Well, or maybe just do like a day three. One and two, you do it with the fans, and day three is all virtual. Oh, that could be good. Yeah. That could be good. But see, here's, here's, here's the other thing that could, um, I guess, in a sense... Uh, maybe try and, try and combine the virtual draft with an actual draft. Your first round is all your kids that are coming in yeah, that are actually physically there. And then maybe the second night is all your people that are at home with cameras and stuff, you know, digitally well, coming in. That's always an awkward thing for the I, people I that are, for the people sitting there at the draft and they don't get drafted in night one and they're just there by themselves. That's awkward. So this is a little bit better. They didn't have to put the camera on the person until... It was that time to get... Until it was, it was Except for Jake time. Fromm, they showed him every 10 minutes. Yes. And it got to the point like, oh my, just stop putting the camera on. It, I feel bad for the kid now because now we're talking round five. Two years ago, we were talking about him being a top five pick. Mm-hmm. Now we're round five. So, yeah, that's a, that's a little, I guess, embarrassing for him, but awkward for the rest of us. Yeah, it, awkward, embarrassing, a lot of things. But, and you know, I... I I know we're like bouncing all over the place right now because we're trying I think to make. This is the most we've stayed on topic ever. Well, no, like, like we're talking about Mandingo, then we're talking about virtual draft, and then we're talking about From. We're talking like I mean, yeah, it's all football. But before I forget, because I know that this is this is definitely something that needs to be mentioned, because you're talking about embarrassment, awkward, this, that, and the other thing. Can somebody explain to me why ESPN made everything so goddamn morbid? Oh yeah. After everybody got drafted, oh, all right, let, let's go back and tell him about little cousin Jimmy that died almost at the age of 13, and then they go through, like, all the deaths of people. They had to tune that down a little bit. Oh, here he is. He's he's weighing in at uh, 220. He's six foot seven. Uh, great stats. He, uh, went, he killed his he, grandmother. <laughs> he went he went all pro, da, 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 and uh, his mom was battling addiction for 17 years and OD'd back in 03. And death the in the family f- sucks. But sometimes they made it seem like it just happened because the one guy got drafted and he's sitting there and they're like, well, he would like to be sitting next to somebody special to him right now, like his dad, who died 20 years ago. I'm like, oh, you guys made it seem like it was two weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> it was a long time ago. I mean. Well, that's like, because when we were talking about that, like, I feel like I need to share this for those that watch The Office. Like, that's the Michael Scott joke. It's like, why did you phrase it like that? Oh, uh, tension. <laughs> Meredith Palmer uh, was... Struck and hit by a car on her way into <laughs> yep, work. Yep, exactly. That's she was rushed is. to the hospital, and the doctors did everything that they could. She <laughs> will make a full She'll recovery. Be all right. Yeah, it's that's like, how. It's ESPN, like, why are you phrasing it that way? That's how ESPN would like bring you down on this journey and be like, "Yeah, it happened forty years ago." Which again, his, his grandfather died in Korea. Yeah, <laughs> he never knew the guy, but he died in Korea. So let's all feel bad. I'm sorry. We got a little like, who cares? <laughs> right, right. But again. Staying on with that topic, it's like this is supposed to be these kids like big day. It's supposed to be a good the, day. This is supposed to be their best, the greatest day of their entire life because you don't know if you're going to get hurt and your career's over. Yes. You don't know if this uh, is your moment. You, this is your one and only moment. Then when you create a career, maybe you'll have a lot more moments. But this is it. This yeah. is this is when you got kids crying. This is when you got guys you're, like you're, oh, you're like hugging oh, your yeah significant other. Your some of them have kids already, their parents, whatever. Then they bring this to you. Yeah. They throw this at the table. 
Get the tissues out. We're going to tell him about every death he's had, every funeral he's been at for the last five years. I, 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 again, I'm with you. I don't understand that idea of just making it so I've depressing. I've never noticed it in years past until this week, I guess, because of the virtual part. I don't know. I think I think this was more of a uh, over-the-top version. Yeah, I mean, I mean, in, top. in years past... Yeah, they talk they about... They would bring up, yeah, oh, unfortunately his dad died of cancer like a year ago. Okay, we get it. But they would bring back like, oh, his childhood best friend unfortunately died of like getting hit by a bus. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So let's send out prayers to that family. The kid died 20 years ago. Like, yeah, it sucks, but come on. <laughs> yeah, why... Kid have a... no, no need to rehash stuff that's like that old. And then secondly, like you were saying, like this is their big moment. Like this is when... You're sitting there, like obviously for this, where everybody was quarantined, so everybody's at home with their significant others, their families, maybe their agents, whatever camera crew came through, however it's working, whoever's giving them the hats. Uh, you know, this is that moment where you get drafted. It's like, oh my God, here's my girlfriend. I love you too. Like, all right. And mom says, I was just going to bring that up. Get the fuck off my kid. Yeah. She came up and she, like, there's like an extended video of that. And you can just like sort of see, like, oh yeah? Yeah. You can sort of see her like on the side, like, you better get away, you gold digging, you know. <laughs> she didn't she didn't go all that far. I don't know what she said, but yeah. She 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 wanted her, she wanted her out of there. <laughs> get the gold digging girl out of there. Okay. I I mean, I I didn't see that. You you showed that to me last night, I think. When I got done work, we were you showed me that video. But uh yeah, that's uh <laughs> I mean, what do you do there? It's like, I mean, like, as the parents, like, you know, this is his spotlight. You don't need to be here. But at the same time, now you just made, like, his moment even more a little bit awkward because now everybody's talking about your mom just yanked your girl. And it was like, yeah, it was like, get off of him. Well, yeah, when you said he yanked, when she yanked her, I was like, okay, fine. You start showing me. I'm like, I sh- it looked like she was just grabbing her by the, like, like her bicep. Like, get off him. Come on. And then she went behind and went all in underneath the armpits. And she, get up. Yeah, she. She was going to tackle her. <laughs> now, the uh, one thing also I don't want to cut in. Good. Uh, they showed C.D. Lamb's girlfriend. Yes. She used to date another Oklahoma star, Trey Young, when he went there. So she sort of just cycles through all these Oklahoma superstars. Then they get dumped right. Then that girl gets dumped right away once they make it big. So next year we'll see her probably with a baseball person or whatever. How old is she? I don't know. I don't know if she's like 30, just creeps around the campus, but I don't know. Interesting. Interesting. I'd be interested in seeing where that goes or how that changes to... I would just be interested in seeing where that goes. If uh, she comes around, if she is like way older, if if that maybe has to do with the program. Like, all right, I'm just showing him around. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Like, she comes with the school. You don't get her for keeps. Yeah, once you're gone, uh, she goes to the next big athlete. Yeah. Uh, the one thing I was going to say is like, you know, uh, talking about embarrassing things or um, insights to people's homes. Like, you know, the, pic- like the the video of the kid taking a poop it wasn't really a poop. Yeah. Uh, the mom yanking the girlfriend off. How about, uh, I think it was the grandmother of, I think, Hightower when he got drafted by the Eagles. Did right. you see her no, video? I did. No, I did not. <laughs> she, she went viral because uh, like she, uh, she's hugging him and he's celebrating. He's on the phone. And he's like, he stops. He goes, all right, well, what was that? You want to say that again? They got the video on her. And she goes, we're going to fucking Philly. Oh, my God. <laughs> so many videos. I got to catch up this week watching all of them. I, I, for the most part, I, I kept the 
kept up with everything. Yeah. And, uh, I, I mean, it's. I think it was a little bit e- – like, obviously, I had to work yesterday, so I missed a lot. But I think as far as, like, Thursday and Friday was concerned, it was very easy streamlining since there's nowhere to go, there's nothing to do, there's nobody to hang out with. Like, you're just kind of glued to it. So you could just keep up with everything that's happening, trending, all that. The one thing I was shocked about, and I understand. I, I was getting trade alerts on my phone through Twitter before they were even announcing on the draft. Well, that's because you're uh, I'm sort of a big deal. Sort of a big sort deal. Sort of essential. Sort of essential. I like it. Uh, I lost my train of thought. Where was I going with that? I don't know. Yeah. Get a new train of thought. Can't can't be that. Couldn't be that good. Uh, anyway, let's take a moment here. Uh, give us a call seven two four eight one five zero six six seven. Phone lines are open. The call that came in earlier, I heard from Paul from Jengatown. Call back, homie. He he said it rang for like forty mi- forty minutes. So it didn't ring for forty minutes. It rang maybe three times on our end. And so we've had some people with Comcast problems. So Paul, go help these people. All right. <laughs> we know how much you like to hang on with Comcast. The one time you came over for a party, I think it was our housewarming party. Housewarming, yeah. We was... were just trying to get TV set up, and then we didn't have the one TV set up in the <laughs> dining room. He's like, oh, I'll take care of it. He tried to hook it up. <laughs> then he called Comcast, and he was on hold for like a good solid hour with them. Way longer. I think, I, I think it was closer to... I think to... I checked out after an hour or so. I think it was closer to three. Because he was sitting by himself on the couch, and I'm like, what are you doing? He goes, He's like, I'm getting this fixed. I'm like, dude... Like, go have fun. Have some beers. Like, there's tons of people here hanging out. Like, come on. Well, yeah. It was very Comcast, nice of him to do it, but... Comcast guy came out a couple days later, and it turned out there's nothing Paul could have done that night anyway, because they had to put in a new, uh... New, uh, Jack onto it. Uh, well, it's always good to have, uh, people try. Uh, so yeah, give us a call, give us a shout, text us, write us on, uh... Instagram, or Instagram, on Facebook Live. Send your pictures. Send your pictures to, uh, Captain Booch. Send today, send right away. Just don't send me quarantine pictures like that one day. <laughs> uh, Ain't nobody got time for that. I'm so glad, so, so glad that that was a thing on today's show. Uh, so, let's uh, let's kind of dive in. Like, we, we talked about all the goofy stuff of the NFL, uh, NFL draft. So, let's dive into the, the source of it. Your thoughts on we'll, – we'll, we'll focus on the Eagles in a little bit. I want to try and get that closer to if Brian calls us up. Which it's almost twelve thirty, so maybe it'll be soon. He's got family and stuff too, so he had a yeah. couple things going on. He was trying to check in around twelve thirty, so if we don't get him on today, hopefully down the line. Yes, hopefully and there's a couple other people that are. Yes, yeah, there, there, there's, there's. I, I am currently in discussions with two big name people to get on the show. I don't want to release those names right now, in the event that it falls through. Well, can I give like a hint, like doo doo, doo doo, doo doo. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that is such a bad like that's terrible. It sounded like it sounded like a shark. <laughs> Does that that didn't sound like Steven Spielberg's shark at all. Anyway, we are uh we are working on two big names to get on the show. I've been I can't I, make a tank noise, so I can't do it for the other guy. <laughs> man, you just dropping it left and right. Well, I need people to tune in. I understand that, but if we don't ever get them, then we look like schmucks. Well, we already look like schmucks. So <laughs> well, I don't want people to think... At least we're schmucks with name dropping now. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yes. So, uh, I'm working on that. I was talking to two of them. Uh, now, I'm trying to work out a Sunday with them that would work for them to call in during the quarantine or if it would have to be a pre-recorded interview that we would just put on air while this show's going on. Uh, so, that's another thing. 
So uh, let's jump into the actual drew. Paul is calling and something is wrong with our phone line. What? He said there's something wrong with the phone yeah, line? Yeah, he said it just keeps on ringing and ringing and ringing. So are we like set to go there? Well, it hasn't rang here. But this is also coming from the guy that was on the phone with me earlier that doesn't have a phone. Okay, very good. He broke his phone. He needs a new one. I went looking for one. I haven't gotten it yet. As far as I know, it is up and running. I don't see any issues with uh, my Skype line yeah, at all. We'll see. I mean, it rang earlier, so right. we should be going. Yeah. Uh, there's, always, there's always something new each week. Always something new. So, getting into the actual draft. Uh, picks 1 through 32, first round, second round, all through the whole draft. As a whole, who, would, who do you believe, out of the 32 teams... <laughs> Came off with a really good solid draft. I think we both agreed. Like Dolphins had a good one. Dolphins had to have a good one because they had so all those many picks. picks. I like the Dolphins draft a lot. That would have been my go-to. Yeah. What are you calling us in? No, I'm making sure he has the right number. Yeah, he is. I don't know what's going on with him. Though. Don't oh. worry about. It. Okay. Keep on going. So we're moving on. Uh. So yeah, like um, let's break down the first round of draft picks. Obviously, Joe Burrow, your number one guy. Everybody knew that was coming. He was your uh, Heisman Trophy winner. Uh, and Bengals stuck with their pick. Like, they didn't move. They didn't tra- trade. They didn't move down. They didn't do anything. Yeah. And I, and if I'm not mistaken, everybody in the first round stayed put. No trades, no nothing the first round. Uh, it's, I mean, it feels like so long ago. Yeah. I, I, I don't think there were any trades or anything. Yeah. Uh, what... Um, what were based off of your mock draft that we did last week? What would you say were some of the surprising drops of players? Like, like, like you predicted them. I think this guy will be this pick or this pick. Maybe the pick was different, but you still had him in the first round, and then they didn't get picked Oops. until obviously the first name that's going to come up is C.D. Lamb dropped a little bit. He did drop a lot. Uh, we talked about Jake Fromm dropping to the fifth round. I thought maybe he was going to be a third-round guy. Uh, there's a couple of guys. I mean, Xavier McKinney, I thought he was going to be a higher first round. He'd be getting second round. There's a couple guys that dropped to the second round. Mm-hmm. Wasn't that noticeable of a drop, though. Okay. Well, the the one that not- that really stuck out to me was the C.D. Lamb because – the longer and longer we kept going. I mean, he dropped like five spots. Yeah, but, but I'm I saying, mean, but I'm saying you're getting like eternity. Get, you're getting, you're getting to pick 14, 15, 16. He's still not not taken. It's like, oh shit, we're 21. There's a chance we could get him. Like now's the time to make that move. And Jerry Jones from his private yacht or wherever the hell he was on his boat, uh, dealt. They they got uh, C D Lamb and now. Now, a great talent I have to hate for twice a year and pretty much all my life because he's a cowboy. Is that the arrogance of Howie Roseman not wanting to trade up to get him? Thinking, hey, we'll stick with our guy no matter what. I think so, especially because when the first draft pick came through for the Eagles, I I mean, I know you weren't here, but our phones were blowing up, and I'm sitting here jaw-dropping like, who the hell is this? Like, I... Who the hell is it? I knew who he was. I've heard the and, name, definitely. And then, and then, I'm like, you know, the next morning I woke up to get ready for work, and my brother, he had texted me the same thing. Like, who the hell is this guy? I'm like, okay, at least I'm not by myself. Like, this is weird. And then the pick right after us was Justin Jefferson. And it was like, well, 
why didn't we take that? Like, I, like there were so many things that just didn't really make sense to me. And Jefferson like, was the guy I thought we were going to take the whole time. Right. Even leading up to that, weeks ahead of time. That's the guy I wanted. Right. And he was sitting there for us to take, and we just passed over him. So for the rest of for the rest of Jalen Rager's career, I'm going to be comparing him to Jefferson now. Yeah. I'll, I'll be, I will be checking in every week to see what Jefferson did, and I just hope we pick the right guy there. It's uh, it it was weird, like, and and this goes without saying because I you know, uh, the first round everybody was dumbfounded. Like, okay, I don't know what this is, like who this is or whatever. Everybody went to sleep with like a weird cloud in their head, like trying to process it. Woke up Friday going, okay, here we go. Ready to go, round two. Let's, Let's do round it. two. Let's fix this. Let's make some sense of things. A lot of great players. A lot of got great guys out there. Here we go. Eagles pick is in. Uh, we're drafting a quarterback? Yeah. What? Um. So now you got Eagles fans everywhere. You got this whole local area. You got... You, I even have friends that are Cowboy fans, that are Redskins fans, and they're Giants fans, and they're all sitting there going, what the hell are you guys doing? I have no idea. I, I, I still don't know. I'm trying to figure it out to this like the clo- days later. The closest thing that I took from it, which which helped me sleep better at night, was when you told me maybe that this is like a... Uh, a potential like trade pick or like here we got him so we could trade this to you and like move something around or what but then you then we kept talking I was like yeah that's not even possible because like why would you take that just to trade to somebody that's picking later and there were just so many things that didn't make sense about that and it's like it really left a bad taste in the mouth well the way it sounds from everybody that's talking he's going to get on the field this year and a lot yes because uh <clears throat> the key thing is he is a quarterback but he's an athlete. He's a very good athlete. He's he's a bigger version than Russell Wilson. <clears throat> uh, now because I, I am a fan of him, I do like him. I didn't. He think was. That, I didn't think he was right for us because there was a lot of good players out there to get. Now prior to the draft, well, mm, I don't want to say prior. It is prior to the draft, but uh, we'll go back as far as uh, during college season. When football was actually on TV and live and people could do there stuff. There was live sports? You could go places. Back in my day, Back. we get to watch sports from 2020, <laughs> not not the 2006 Olympics. Yeah. Which, I, have a, I, have a, I was watching, like, I forget what I was watching the other day of the Olympics. I have a feeling that one day I'm going to be that guy that, like, says to my kids or, like, you know, when even when I'm a grandfather or something, says to my grandkids, we're like, you know, you know, can, can you stop watching TV? Can you get off the stupid video games? Go play outside? There was a time you couldn't this, go outside. This is our this is our walking up the hill both ways in the snowstorm <laughs> that our parents told us, all right? This is our moment right now, so we got it. Yeah. We had to stick in quarantine for three months. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. And only you can see the people that you live with. <laughs> yeah. For three months. <laughs> However, I will say the the people that were saying, you know, back in my day, I had to walk up and uphill in the snow, barefoot, both ways. It's like those are the people that are in quarantine now going, Well, this is stupid. I don't feel like being here. I want to go here. I want to hang out with these people. It's like you can't. Don't tell me I can't. Did I ever tell you back in my day I used to what it's like, oh Christ. That, that like they're the people that you got to worry about. Right, right, right. Uh, but yeah, I have a feeling I'd end up being that person telling people like, you know, go play outside. There was a time that this wasn't allowed. Like, you know, enjoy it. 
We had to wear, wear masks outside at one point. <laughs> Everybody looked like Michael Jackson at one point. Innovator. Yeah. Innovator. Yep. Him. Way, way ahead of his time. He knew the corona was coming. <laughs> I swear to God, I'm going to freak out if they find a cure for coronavirus and it has something to do with babies. And it's in Michael Jackson. He's got the, <laughs> he's got the tiger blood. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, if it has something to do with babies... Instantly, that picture of him dangling his kid over the balcony while wearing a mask is going to go viral. It already has. You're, Again. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. So, uh, how the hell did we get from the draft to Michael Jackson? <laughs> Welcome twist, to the Butcher Pat Show. Twist and turns, man. Twist and turns. So, um, all right. So, your first two picks in the... Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. Well, uh, uh, Jalen Rager and uh, Jalen Hurts. So, now... you. Two things you know that are happening with the Eagles. A, they have they have made all the fans sit there and go, you guys don't know what you're doing. Fans everywhere are going, this is you Howie's an idiot. This is insane. You're all stupid. The second thing they know, apparently we're only drafting people with the name Jalen. Yeah. Like, what is going on? Right, I know. Uh so then uh, well here, let me Because uh, our third round our third pick his first name wasn't Jalen. It was it was his middle name. So yeah, yes. we, we stuck with the Jalen process. Here, let me. Uh, I'm gonna change over our graphics here since uh, since our phone call is not here yet. I will uh, put up our Eagles pick so we can just jump into that. Okay, there we go. What kind of wizardry do you have coming up? Tons of great graphics. That's my thing every week. Trying to keep things eye catching and eye popping. All right. And yeah, Jay, I don't know why he has Cowboys fans, friends. Who? Jay, Jay came out and said, Pat, you would have friends who are Cowboys fans. Uh, well, to be fair. God damn it. I don't, to, I don't have friends that are Cowboys. I don't have. To be fair, when I say I have friends that are Cowboys fans, they're the kids that I went to like high school with or college with. It's not like I still see them or talk to them. The, the one dude, the one guy, Ron, if he's listening, I went to high school with, he. He never made sense. He he grew up in Philly. His whole family are Eagles fans, but he grew up the same way, the same era we did when the Cowboys were dominating. He just followed that team and just became a Cowboys fan. So needless to say, at football season time, it's fun to rag on them. We go back and forth a little bit, so that's fun. I, have I know a, a bunch of Giants fans. That's I, ha- I have a couple Giants fans that I have that with, but he's the only fan that or friend acquaintance. Like, I haven't seen the kid since college. We went to high school together. Went to college together. A long time ago. Yeah. Well, not that long ago. Hey, you're old, man. Come on, man. Give me some credit. When that? When that? I. Shit, I've been out of college eight years. No, I can't even do math. That doesn't make sense. I don't know. I can't do math this early. Twelve years. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Jay's been out of college eight years. (laughs) Um. So on the screen are all of our picks. So yeah, you got Rager, Hertz, uh, and then they went and took Taylor. Davion Taylor, middle name Jalen. Yeah, so that those are your that's your Thursday night and Friday night picks, right? So my quest, forget the rest of the guys, forget the rest of the picks. Yeah. How are you feeling Friday night at the end of draft night? Draft night two for the Eagles. I'm going Thursday night. We needed a wide receiver. Was not the wide receiver I wanted, but okay. Let's see what the kid can do. He's a burner. He's fast. All right. Let's move it around too. Maybe we do get a KJ Hamler. Maybe we do get another of these. One, one, another Where did one he of, get dealt again? I, I forget, man. I can't. You, you're yeah. asking no, me no, questions I'm like, so, like I'm a machine, man. I can't remember everybody I drafted. Come on, man. You're a robot. Uh, 
Yeah, then we get to round two. All these good players out there. Then we get Jalen Hurts. And like, oh, what the hell? Are, where, where are we going with this draft now? And before... So I grade is pretty much like a D at that level. With so, the first two so picks. First, oh, for the first two. Okay, continue. <clears throat> then we go back up. We get Davion Taylor. All right, linebacker. We only had five linebackers on the roster. We need a linebacker. Mm-hmm. I think I feel like there's better linebackers ready out there because this guy seems more like he's going to be a special teams player. Mm-hmm. Was not dead thrilled. Need a linebacker. I bumped us up to about D plus at that point. So it's fair to say <clears throat> I, I I think it's fair to say that most Eagles fans or everybody in the fan base in the area would agree with that. Going to bed Friday night. Maybe you didn't go to bed. Maybe you drank your pain away and said, "Screw this!" Like I'm off to. I I, I don't know what's going on. Because Eagles fans are passionate. We all are, and yeah. sometimes we get a little uh, over exaggerated, over crazy. the top, get a little crazy. So come over football. So at the end of Friday night, you could sit there and go, you know, I, one of the guys I work with. So, nope, turn it off. I'm done. I'm done. I, Check- I, would, I would never do that. I know you wouldn't. I'm just saying, one of the guys I work. I'm checking out. I'm done. I said, "Come on, you can't. You don't want to know the rest." He goes, "He's like, no." Your first two picks were stupid. He's like, I don't understand the third one. What the one. hell was he watching then? I don't know. Whatever. It's whatever. So that's the mentality of some people when it comes to the Eagles. It's like, you know, I, I, I'm just at that point where I need to drink my pain away. I need this to go away. I have no faith for, the, for Saturday. I have no faith for anything about this draft. Like, this is ridiculous. Like you said, a D, D plus for the first two nights. D-plus for the first two nights. Then we get into Saturday. Now, yesterday, you're going to have to kind of steer this conversation because, like I said, at the beginning of today's show, I was at work all day, so I missed out on rounds four, five, and and most of six. Yeah, I know. I understand that. But I don't like because there was also the trade that happened in there. So, like I said, you're going to have to kind of steer this uh, conversation. Okay. So... In the fourth round, we end up getting Wallace. Yeah, Kevon Wallace. Safety, Clemson, captain of the team. I think he played the most games in Clemson history or second best. Played a lot of football. Now, with, now when this pick... Played a lot of good football on a good football team. Coached very well. Right. I like this pick a lot. Now, when this pick came in, uh, where were, like going into Saturday afternoon for this to start at noon... You're, you're sitting there going, what the hell is this team doing? Then this pick comes in. Your mindset changes, or it's still like, okay, that's one good pick. I'm at a D plus. I stick still at a D plus. Okay, because it's just – all right, so then next pick comes in. We get uh, Jack Driscoll. Auburn. I, I love that conference. Uh, you know, that that's a big school. Mm-hmm. Kids played a lot of football. We need an offensive lineman that's going to be a backup to help out at Dillard and, and company. I'm moving into the C plus area at this point. Okay. So, so now, now was was Driscoll the last pick of the fourth round, or was Hightower? Hightower. We had three fourth round picks, I think. Maybe. No, we had two. We had two. So Hightower had... was fifth round. We traded. Okay. We, we traded right. out. Okay. So there. So there's your two picks in the fourth round to begin yesterday. Yeah. So now you have three picks that give you a D plus. And now you got these two extra picks. It's like, okay, now we're kind of seeing something. It's like, all right, it's not, it's not leveling out what they did, but it's like, okay, it's not stinging as much. And I think at this point, before we drafted Hightower, I think that's when we made the trade and got Marquise Goodwin. Right. 
where we swap. Because good, I remember you guys texted me. Goodwin, we we got Goodwin in a trade, and then later it was the high tower thing. Yeah. So yeah, continue. Swap six round. I think uh, six round picks. I think uh, they bumped up twenty spots. Forty ers took ours. Pretty much, we got him for a steal. He's had health issues, but we got him for nothing. So if he comes back healthy. All right, there we go. There's another burner on the that, outside. That was going to be my next question to you because following up on uh, Marquise Goodwin is, uh, you know, people in Philadelphia are torn. I was reading an, I was reading something uh, this morning, getting the show ready. You have people that are gung-ho, like excited about this, having Goodwin, Deshaun, uh, uh, Rager. Rager, like having all of this set up. It's like, oh, we, we're going to have like burners left and right. Finally, Carson's going to have people that he can throw balls to because they're just going to be open. They're going to move. Not guys that we picked up at Wawa going into uh, the playoffs, all right? Right. These are and then you have high-caliber players. And then we had other fans that are sitting here saying <clears throat> that this was the worst decision that they could have made. And that these this are the was goofiest fans was, out well, there that, that just want their opinions out there. But that this was a bad pick because uh, he's injury-prone. He's 30? He's 29. 29. I think he will be 30 when... Okay. Season starts, yeah. So he's 29, he'll be 30. He's injury prone. I remember seeing one person say he hasn't played a full season in like three years. Yeah, he's had some knee issues. Um, uh, people were saying it didn't make sense that you would trade out of it. Don't say that this was a basically a freebie because you gave up so much just to get the guy. And then there's people that are in the middle because at this point, which is the reason I was sick comparing D plus to like a C minus or whatever. Yeah. Because at this point during the trade, you still have that bad taste in your mouth. Like, well, where we, is this team going? We we've had these draft picks before then, and like it started getting a little bit better, started flowing, started feeling good. We get good win. I'm excited a little bit. Okay. I'm getting a little excited about seeing where this draft's going now. See, shaping up the shaping up this roster, seeing this little track team that we're building out there. Yeah. I like it a little bit. I'm getting a little excited. So. You get Goodwin, add that to the piece, and then our next move is Hightower. Yeah, burner, pass. I think he's like a 4-3. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Pretty much all the wide receivers we got yesterday are sub-4-4 four, four guys. We, we, we're we building a track team. Okay. And I that's I, I hope we're just going to run up and down the field. I, we'll, we'll see with that. <laughs> well, one can hope. Well, you know, anything anything's possible. But I like the Hightower pick, Boise State. Don't see a lot of Boise State games, but once in a while you catch them. He was probably can, he was one of the best players out I, there on the field. I will tell you, it's hard to watch those games with, with the blue field, Fit, like physically hard because that that I don't like. Hey, I get it. You, you stand out. You're the only team that has that, but that is hard to look at for it an hurts entire your eyes. for an entire it hurts football your eyes. game, and you feel like. Before I knew they had the blue screen when I was younger watching it, I'm like, what's wrong with our TVs? Yeah. <laughs> There's got to be something wrong here. <laughs> our tent's off. Yes. And then uh, uh, then our next pick comes in, our boy from Temple. Local Sean, boy, man. Sean Bradley. I was waiting for one of the local guys. There's a bunch of Penn State guys I wanted out there that we didn't I know get you to did. or overpassed. But yeah, Sean Bradley fan. Better Sean Bradley than the Sixers drafted <laughs> 20 years ago. I'd rather have this Sean Bradley linebacker going to be good on this team. Another special teams guy to start off, though. Yes. And then uh, we move from Bradley to, and 
I'm not even going to try and say his first name. How do you say Kez. it? It's Kez? I was yeah, going to say Quez. Quez, Kez. I don't know yet. I was yeah. thinking Kez. Uh, Watkins. Thoughts on that one? Another burner. Another track team guy. Okay. I like it. Okay. A lot of people weren't too high on him, but he's a Southern Mississippi guy who I think he does punt returns too. Always nice to get another punt return. Oh, yeah, I understand. Um, then we fin- then we uh, not finish yet because uh, our second to last pick we had Prince Tega. I want you. To, I want to get you to pronounce this bad boy right here. Wanagaho. Yeah, sounds good to me. I was waiting for you to just pronounce it, so I would know. Wanogo. I don't know. The first way sounded pretty good. Let's just call him Prince. I, that's why I've been calling him. <laughs> that's, uh, I, and everybody knows what you're talking about, Prince. So there you go. Yes. So uh, you pick him up in this pick. You got both the uh, Auburn's uh, tackles at this point. Familiarity. We're ready to go. Feeling good about that? I, I think we're, we're rocking like a, I think a B minus at this point. Okay. And then you uh, close out the 2020 draft with uh, Casey Tool. Outside linebacker. Like I said, going into that, we only had five linebackers, so we had to build our linebacker core. Mm-hmm. Another guy. Not going to start on this team year one, maybe even year two, but special teams is a big part of football. He will help you on that. Now, based <clears> off of uh, our 10 picks here, because uh, you mentioned like he probably won't start this year or, or you know get special teams work. And who but, knows if he even becomes a starter. He's a seventh-round linebacker. Who, uh, who do you see here, with the exception of – who here out of the 10 are your uh, guaranteed starters? Uh, guaranteed starters day one? Sure. Just just Jalen Rager. Okay. He'll be your slot guy. How long do you think it'll take until you uh, see these guys uh, start forming up? Like, are they just riding the bench for the majority of it until uh, they... Hurts. We already have a quarterback. So, unless Wentz is really, hurt... I, I really want to see what they do. Or they're using him at, in the Taysom Hill aspect that Sean Payton's used that guy in. Yeah. With well, the Saints for so long. That's what I wanted you to... Get talking about on Hertz is where where you're gonna end up using him because I, he, I mean he's you draft him in the second round you got to use him yeah yes yes you, you have gotta, to I, unless you then you just wasted a draft pick at that point yeah because we just signed Carson Wentz to a pretty big deal and then we draft a quarterback in the second round and Carson Wentz is not like Aaron Rodgers when they draft a backup quarterback when Aaron Rodgers is 36 years old how old's Carson Wentz 27 years old and you're already bad tra- drafting a backup in the second round. Yeah, and, little, and there was and there was some weird. Sort of, if I was Carson Wentz, I would be a little pissed off. There were some weird reports that came out about that too, that uh, the reason for this pick was because Carson's injury prone. You know, he tore his ACL. And he has he, been injury prone. Then he broke his back, and you know we we can't rely on him, and we need to have a good backup. Like we were lucky and fortunate enough to have Nick Foles, but you know we don't have that right now. We need something better, and it's like. I mean, I get where you're coming from, but then the then the other report was uh, somebody was speculating that there was a possibility that he might have uh, the coronavirus and he might not be ready I to don't play. Know. I don't know who came out with that. I did hear those reports. I think everybody's saying everybody has coronavirus at I just, this point. I thought that was bizarre. I'm like, why would you throw that? At, oh, like maybe that's what he has. That's a, that's a, if I'm Carson Wentz, I'd be pissed off. You're drafted a backup quarterback, and now you say that I have this virus? <laughs> Carson Wentz, I'm a little nervous. What's going on in my life then? Yeah. And then... Uh, uh, I did mention to you last night. Uh, obviously, obviously, like the big, the big question mark, right on all ten of these picks 
is the Jalen Hurts one. That definitely. That's we'll your talking, big. We'll be talking about Jalen Hurts. That's your whole football season. Whenever that will happen. And of course, without fail, one guy had to comment on that pick. One guy had to chime in and explain why this is a great guy. This is your quarterback. This makes sense. Number five will always love you. Why can't that idiot just shut up? Because he, after his football career, he's made a career of getting drunk and getting DUIs and saying stupid stuff. He's becoming Lenny Dykstra. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeesh. Uh, yeah, he, I mean, he chimed, he made some decent points that, you know, uh, Jalen Hurts, uh, great talent. He's good. One of the things that'll help him learn in the NFL is the West Coast offense, and he and Donovan learned that from uh, uh, Doug Peterson, and both of them learned from Andy Reid. So this is a great extension from Coach Reid because he's the best, and like this is going to be your go-to guy. Like this is your future. It's like, dude, like you were saying, we just signed Carson to this big-time deal. Like, what? Shut up. Like, why do you, like, oh, like, you're talking about the Eagles draft pick and somehow making it about you. Right. Oh, well, this is, like, the West Coast offense is the best way to to train a kid, and, like, that's how I learned. I don't even know if Doug Peterson calls this the West Coast offense anymore. It's just the Doug Peterson offense. He runs a little bit of everything at this point. Right. We spread them out, RPOs, a little West Coast, a little dink, a little dunk, a little, you know. Right. A little Skinner Rinky Binky Doo, you know, we're all around there, man. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> it's been a long weekend. <laughs> Dude, you need to stop drinking that water and, like, get some... I'm trying to hydrate, man. Get some, like, real liquid in you because you're not making sense. When when you're, like, coming out of... When you're detoxing, you don't make sense. <laughs> Skinner Rinky Dinky Doo? <laughs> I don't know where that came from. <laughs> like, the Nickelodeon show from when we were kids? Is that what that is? Don't you remember, like, it was, like, the old dude and, like, the two old ladies with the elephant? Like, Skinner Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That... Wasn't that called, like, the Elephant Show or something? I don't know. Was that a Philadelphia show? No, wasn't that just called the Elephant Show? Oh, maybe. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't remember. I, I don't remember. I just remember that. I don't know where th- it came out of left field, man. Yeah. I, I don't know who should be more a little concerned. The fact that you just came out of nowhere and said it, or the fact that I remember that that was the TV show. Either well, way. That's the Doug Peterson offense. The little Skinner Rinky Man. You know? <laughs> <laughs> We're all over the place, dude. A <laughs> little bit. A little bit. Um, so, all in all, the 10 picks that we got, you're going. 10 picks plus Marky's Goodwin. You're going. Going B. B? B Solid B? B minus. Okay. Oh, a B minus. B, yeah. B. The Jalen Hurts still hurts. <laughs> okay. So, uh, again, if you guys are listening, give us a call, 724-815-0667. Uh, you can comment. Leave us uh, comments. People have been doing that so far uh, on Facebook Live. Let us know. Um. Uh, one of the people asked me to just uh, read off with my grades of the NFC East. I'm not going to do the whole NFL. I'll just do the NFC, yeah, NFC that, East. That's fine. That was going to be my next talking point once we were done I, officially. I, so we, we heard what I said about the Eagles. I mean, we've talked like a mm-hmm. solid hour about the Eagles draft. Yeah, we're yeah. So we're, we're still went, we're still not even done. This will be the longest show we've done so far. It, since we've been back, a lot to talk about. A lot to talk about I, today. A lot to talk there's about. No live, no, there's no live sports, but we we found ways to you know. 
get some conversations going. Yes. Uh, all right. So uh, I got the Cowboys. This hurts my this hurts my soul, but I think they were they were a solid A A plus. For the Cowboys, <clears throat> are you concerned about that offense now? Yeah, they, right they, they were the best offense last season, right? I think Dak threw for almost 5,000 yards, and now you're bringing in another weapon with C- in C.D. Lamb? Yeah, I'm scared of that offense. you got to hope that that O-line crumbles or something. And then the Eagles trade out of, I think, the fifth round, and we traded that to the Cowboys, who get their center for the next 10 years. <laughs> I'm getting mad just thinking about that right now. We give them the damn center. They, they <laughs> Their center retires, and we give them a new damn center. Oh, man. Now... Zeke's going to be great. The offensive line's still good because we just we just helped them build their <laughs> offensive line. What's it? Dak's got something to prove. He wants to get paid. He wants to get paid to get laid. He's going to keep on throwing the ball around. Now you got C.D. Lamb, Amari Cooper. You got the other dude out there, Gallup, who had a great year. <laughs> oh my God, my uh, my face turned red <laughs> just thinking bit. about. We gave them the damn center for ten years. Yeah. Yeah. They're center retired. They're all pro center retired, and we gave them a new damn center. <laughs> what are we doing? See, all right. See, this is this. Yeah, you're really ready. <laughs> see, this is this is why I stole the last beer out of the fridge because I was afraid you were gonna steal it and like chug it or something. Um, that yeah. part just it just. All right. I hear I'm you. I, I, I hear you. I, I'm sorry. I didn't. I don't. I don't mean to like really get your blood boiling and everything like that. It's just the Cowboys. I understand. We I, hate the Cowboys. We traded with the Cowboys to give them a new center. So many things that are just gonna like eat you away from like the inside. It's just eating at your soul, it isn't it? Really it? is. The Jalen Hurts thing. The uh, we could have had Jefferson. Now we gave the Dallas Cowboys their center. Oh. I tell you, this is a uh, tough times, and and on top of it, you're the guy that's supposed to be doing all the sound effects. I'm surprised you haven't like 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 thrown your phone or something trying to like get through them. <laughs> Kid to you, I'm sorry. That's the probably the most angry I'll ever get. Ever, I, I don't get angry. I'm a pretty happy guy generally. I would say so. But we gave him a center. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't have one, and we gave him one. <laughs> So, happy Corona present there, Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> Yikes. So, I mean, they got C.D. Lamb. They got Trayvon Diggs. Great uh, cornerback from Alabama. You know, they, 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 Sorry. Okay. Good. They got the center. They got another cornerback. They build up their cornerback. They build up some defensive line. And then they got a quarterback. In the seventh round, when you're supposed to get a quarterback, when you already have a franchise quarterback. Yeah. <sighs> Deep breaths. I know. Thank Deep you, breath. Paul. Deep breaths. So, yeah, I gave them an A+, because they they stole a center. And everybody was worried about Jerry Jones on how he was going to do this draft. He stole a center. <laughs> uh, Giants. I give them a solid A. Solid A. You, you have to, you know, protect your franchise quarterback there. They did. They got a good uh, offensive tackle out of Georgia. Defense has been an issue. They get they get a safety from Bama, Xavier McKinney, who I liked a little bit. I would I would have been okay trading up to try to get him. You know they got they got got, got some nice offensive linemen to protect their franchise quarterback. Right. They are helping their franchise quarterback. What are we doing? We are getting play, We are getting replacements for our 
I understand. Franchise I, I, quarterback. <laughs> before you start getting all red in the face again. <laughs> I'm not. I'm going to talk slowly. Like now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I understand. Our, our issue is we're getting a backup quarterback because our current quarterback is injury prone. Why is he injury prone? Well, there's nobody to protect him. So why don't you get somebody to protect him? Nah, he's worn out. We need a backup quarterback. Dallas doesn't know Dak's situation, and they're just drafting a quarterback in the seventh round. Yeah. You would think they would want to get a quarterback in the second or third round. No, they're helping out their franchise quarterback. <laughs> they're helping out their franchise running back, getting him a center to block in front of. <laughs> so you're great on uh, Dallas's draft? Well, I gave you. I told you yeah. Dallas, they were yeah. A+. Plus. Yeah. The Giants are A+. I think they're a solid eye. I'm sure uh, listener Chris is loving that. Yeah, I thought they did a good job. They protecting their franchise. Mm-hmm. Howie, if you're listening, protect the franchise. Don't hurt the franchise. Protect the franchise. I, if Howie's listening, <laughs> I, I I might lose my mind. Be like, uh, we've said we've said some things, but I, st- I, I stand by the things that we said. What else has he got going on? <laughs> yeah. Then we go. Then we go with the Washington Redskins. Are they still in our division? <laughs> <We're in> their... <laughs> I was hoping one of our Washington boys were going to call in today, but they haven't yet. Or I don't know if the phone lines are down. No, phone lines seem to be working. <sighs> we're supposed to have one of them call in. That's all right. Uh, Washington. I gave a. I gave him B. They got their edge rusher, Chase Young. Great player. He's going to be a great player. I'm scared of him. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to face him twice a year. Who's going to block him? I mean, Lane Johnson, yeah. But after Lane Johnson, we need to help that offensive line a little bit. Instead of training away and getting other people offensive linemen. <laughs> Why? But, who, but, who do we do that to? I don't know. <laughs> but besides that, I mean, they they got some running backs, wide receiver. You know, they did okay, yeah. Washington. They're not the great team. They're not going now to Now, you gave them team. a B. I gave them a B. But you gave the Eagles B- minus because Jalen Hurts is still sitting there going, ah. We don't get Jalen Hurts, and we get somebody that doesn't hurt us in the second round. Yeah. Somebody that can actually plug and play. We're looking at like an AA+. Plus. Well, who who which one of our friends was it? It was either Nick or Rich that uh, said basically the, uh, like the, the, the uh, what what did he call it? Like the, uh, the player, like the player roster literally will now read Wentz Hurts. Yeah, yep, yep. It's like that. That's just that's a bad omen right there. Yeah, that's a. I I hope not. I I, I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> I just want to cry. <laughs> Find a new topic. Find a new topic. I don't I don't like it. I don't like it. Um. So yeah, uh, that was like I said. I was going to ask you about as far as the NFC East was concerned, how you thought things. I thought. Went. I thought Overall, the NFC East did a good job drafting. Okay, we so got we'll, some nice players there. So you're thinking we're looking at a a potential of a good a good division again with potential not, maybe not going that far. Washington's still a dumpster fire. <laughs> Giants will be okay. It matters how Daniel Daniel Jones progresses. Okay, but it's gonna be it's gonna it's a two horse race. It's us and the Cowboys. Okay. And we're, we're helping that race out. We're helping Dallas with that race by giving them players. <laughs> now. And we gave them a center, and we gave them a CD land, because we could have traded I, guy. and We could have easily done that, so we gave them two players. See, you say you're going to be following the whole Jefferson thing. I'm going to be looking I'll, at... I'll be following all of them. Uh, I was yeah, going to yeah. say, I'm, I'm kind of the opposite. I'll, I'll be sitting there watching Lamb going, you know, 
you had this opportunity. Like, like literally, you didn't have a problem doing that for uh, uh, Dallas Goddard and screwing over Dallas. What, like, why? What happened here? Like, you had the opportunity to make a move to get CD Lamb. Yeah. How did that? How did you screw that up? But whatever, I digress. I mean, if if we had to give up a second round pick to get CD Lamb, I would have done that at this point because all we got was a backup quarterback in the second <laughs> round. So what's the point? Right. At first, I'm like, I don't want to give up too much. I don't want to give up the franchise. I want to. We got a lot of good players in the second round. Now, did at you? At this point, I would have. I would have traded that. Now, I'm not. I'm not trying. I don't want to like harp on this too much, and I don't want to like backtrack and like just keep focusing on the Eagles draft because I think, like you said, we've talked for an hour about the NFL draft, and and we got a little breaking news. We, there's breaking news. Yeah, 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 yeah. I do have. You, a, do you have a breaking news thing? I mean, I do, but I don't have anything written in it yet. Oh, okay. Uh, this has been talks all and off all morning. Jameis Winston has signed with the Saints. Yeah? Yeah. He he got offers for other teams for more money, and he decided to go be a backup under Drew Brees to learn from the best. Wow. I did. Uh, I, I've, I've heard it through all, the, all throughout the morning, but I think he officially just signed. Listener Jay told us. Cool. I'll have to. I'm trying to get this up as fast as I, I can. I don't know details yet. I don't know how much money. Years. It's probably only a one year deal, my guess. Okay. I don't see it. I guess the crabs are good in New Orleans. <laughs> let's well, see. Let's see if I can get this uh, breaking news. Uh, yeah, you told me you had something for that. Well, I wasn't. Re- I didn't have it. Like well, that's why it's breaking, man. <laughs> I understand that. I. I. Come on, man. I, I, I didn't realize I was going to be needed to uh, do all of this. You're supposed to be the IT guy, the tech guy. Well, I have it, but I just got to... That's all right. I'm still looking up the details. on. I don't see contract information here. Uh, when we get that, we'll throw that up on our page and stuff. But yeah, Jameis Winston to the Saints. Hmm. Interesting. Good, so, for, good for him. So I now guess. we're just looking at... Uh, to see where uh, Cam goes, right? Yeah, that's your. Uh, that's the next. That's the one nobody knows. Yeah, I mean he can go anywhere. I don't know. I don't know if he's gonna be a starter, but yeah, we'll find a place. Are you almost done with that breaking news? I mean, it's not breaking news anymore. It's up. <laughs> Damn. You don't understand how tough that is. I don't care. It happens. If I if I if you gave me like a hey 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 and showed me the thing I could have had started typing that before you were just like oh yeah by the way this happened you dick that's how breaking news happens all right man uh-huh. stay up with the times <laughs> well anyway there it is we got the breaking news so there's a thing um does it say I because I was typing and I wasn't not I wasn't like not listening to you but did you say what he signed for no I don't know any contract okay. information yet okay. I wasn't sure if there was uh, anything about no, that. No, not yet. Not that I saw. Um, so you're good with, like, I forget what I was going to say. Well, my face is back to a normal shade, so I'm okay getting over us giving the Cowboys <laughs> a franchise center. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, moving on. Obviously, this, this falls in line with NFL conversations, with things that we're talking about. So there's your Jameis Winston signing with the Saints. Uh some of the other key things that have happened with since the last time we were on the show when it comes to uh, the NFL. Oh, okay. Uh, Talk away. We had discussed that uh, Brady 
is down in Tampa Bay. Right. And it's like, oh, here we go. Like this, we're gonna finally see what Brady's all about, and all this, that, and the other thing. And I just realized up until this moment, we didn't have any WWE conversation until right now. <laughs> okay. Because Brady's down in Tampa Bay, and then this week, Rob Gronkowski got traded to Tampa Bay, coming out of retirement to go play for the Bucks. He said he would only go play with Tampa Bay. Isn't that wild? He and he's. Just as a heads up, if you are a WWE follower, he's currently the 24-7 champion. Yeah, I wonder where they're going to go with that. Now, this is is the conversation that I I had said to uh, Rich at work, and we had talked about this through text. The 24-7 championship, in case nobody knows, and I'll just give you a brief rundown. This title is to be uh, uh, on the line 24-7. You are to defend, if you are the champion, you are to defend it 24-7. Obviously, they're not doing that, but that's their gimmick. People running around, uh, hiding from people so they can just hold on to the belt. It's whatever. But with Gronk going back to the NFL while holding this championship, this is a great marketing ability for WWE to jump in with the NFL. This is one of those times where you can you can ride that horse of Gr- Rob Gronkowski because I'm pretty sure a he's still under contract and b that contract states he's he's got to make I think seven appearances. He's under contract for seven appearances, I believe. And so far he's made two because I think WrestleMania was, was two was split up. I think it's, split. I, I think they only count that as one though. So I don't I don't know like the the details, but this would be that time where because again we got to remember. WWE Smack Friday Night SmackDown is now affiliated with Fox Sports. Yeah. So Fox Sports, everything that's broadcasted, will talk about WWE. <laughs> aside from just football, baseball, whatever, like that's a part of their conversation speak. So like this past season, listening to uh, you know uh, Terry Bradshaw and Michael Strahan and Kurt Menefee talking about WWE Smack, I'm like, what is happening? I'm like, this is weird. But that being said, you have the potential. For Rob Gronkowski to score a touchdown and have somebody waiting there with a referee to pin him and take the title during minicamp, during a game, like a preseason game, or during an actual televised Sunday game if it's on Fox. Right. I don't know if they'll do that. I don't, I don't I'm just, see that happening. I'm just saying. this I think would, it's a little too goofy for the NFL. <laughs> There's no there's no uh, penalties on celebrations for a touchdown. It's a little goofy. I'm just sa- I'm just saying, you could absolutely I could absolutely see that happening. I really could. As a WWE guy, yes. As the NFL, I don't I don't. Well, I, that's but that's why I said mini camps or preseason. There's not going to be no mini camps, man. We don't even know if there's going to be a season. Okay, well then this is a moot point talking about Gronk going to Tampa Bay we're anyway. Talking, we're talking about practice. Talking about practice. Get out of here with your practice, bro. <laughs> So, that takes care of, like, the Gronk conversation. His better half that we just spoke about, being Tom Brady, the GOAT, got himself in a little bit of trouble down there. Trespassing and walking into the wrong house thinking, hey, this is my new home. I've known people that's done that before. They weren't sober. Would that person still be listening to I our th- show? I think they are. <laughs> <laughs> is that our buddy listener Jay still listening? Uh, you out there? You could call us up, 724-815-0667. Feel free to tell us that story about how what it's like to be down south and walking into the wrong house and spending the night. 
And like on their computer and like just going about town thinking you're at the right place. <laughs> now, mind you, Brady didn't stay, but and, and could you imagine how cool would that be if you came home one day? It's like, oh my God, it's Tom Brady. Like you're in my house. Hey, you're not you're not in your house. You're in mine. So get out. But hey, you meet Tom Brady. But then I, as I'm saying it, then I'm thinking to myself, who are you? And that was Tampa too for Jay. Oh, was it in yeah. Tampa? Oh, okay. So like, but the, my question is. Who are you, like, in that scenario that's going to be like, oh, my God, Tom Brady. If Tom Brady mistakes your house for his house, then you're probably not going to be that excited that Brady's there. You're, you know, you're probably well, extremely well off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that's my other thing. And then didn't he uh, – didn't I see uh, Brady got into another little bit of trouble the other day? Uh, he, with was, the park? he was at a park and they kicked him out. You're not allowed to be there. Does he, does he just think, like, I mean, I'm not... He, he runs he, that town now. He, he is an arrogant guy. He seems it. Uh, but does you're he, Tom, If you're Tom Brady, aren't you going to be arrogant, too? I, I would like to believe that I'd still be humble. You're arrogant now. Yes, but oh, I'd God. be... Uh, but my honey... But honey... <laughs> what? <laughs> but money... You think you do. <laughs> but money would humble me. M and H, I swapped by accident and somehow came out honey. Whatever. Jesus. Um, so yeah, that, so there's those things. Um, how about the other conversation that came up about Percy Harvin wanting to return? After four years coming out, he said the migraines are good. He wants to give it a go. He wants to go to Tampa Bay too. Does he really? Yeah. Now, uh, he, uh, okay, I didn't know he wanted to go to Tampa Bay, but I mean, who wouldn't at this point? But who was uh, uh, Rondé Barber, former yeah. Buck? Yeah. He went on social media, video, whatever. Now now they're all, just because Brady's there and Gronk's there, now it's Super Bowl. We're the Super Bowl team. We're winning the Super Bowl. Like, this is amazing. Is that a fair assessment? Just because you added those guys? Yeah, it is. <laughs> now, I heard, I heard uh, I forget the player. It's on, I think I read it on TMZ Sports. Oh. Yeah. No, no, no. It was, it was, it, I think it's a player that's still with TMZ the... is the worst. I understand. But that's who we have as our social media executive, senior assistant, whatever the fuck his title is. Rich. Yeah. Uh, no, but on TMZ Sports, uh, I, I read that uh, a guy currently affiliated with the organization, I don't remember if it's a player or not, basically, he didn't call out Gronk or Brady, but he definitely threw some shade at them. Because he was like, he's like, I get it. Nobody, like, they don't, they can't hack it up here. Like, New England's a tough place to play. Brady was there for 20 years. <laughs> I understand. But that was, that was the statement that was made. It's like, and then, and then I saw another one that Gronk said, yeah, it is tough to play there. But I guess it's more of a, a Robert Kraft thing. It's a Bill Bill check. I don't think I, Gronk liked them. They would win games and they weren't satisfied and Gronk didn't like that aspect of well, being with the Patriots. No, I, I know that those two had their own issues yeah. and they had that, that whole thing. But, like, even Brady, like, they're like, you know, they can't have, like, like I said, they just, I, for, I, I you'd have to look it up. I forget who it is. But they said, yeah, it's like, not, like, this is a tough place to play. Like, not of, can hack he's, it. he's got a lot of rings, says otherwise. Mm-hmm. And he'll have a Hall of Fame ring one day saying otherwise. So, yeah, he hacked it pretty well up there for a long time. I'd say so. And, yeah, Tampa Bay, I mean, it's, the NFC's not that great where they're, they'll be in the mix. They will be there. They will be one of the top teams to compete with. Okay. Um, and then I got 
I got two more stories here for the NFL. This one's a little bit sad. The Dak Prescott news. About his uh, brother, yeah. About his brother that passed away. Did we ever find out? No clue. No, no stories came I have out? not heard one bit. His, his, all we know is just his older we, we, brother passed away. Did ESPN announce that during the draft? NFL draft tells every death on how it happens, but we can't figure out what happened now. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I don't... It's very sad, though. 31 years old. I think he was like a athletic director somewhere, some college. I, I vaguely remember hearing you say that when we were talking about it last night. Uh, but there was a lot of alcohol involved, and I was drinking, so... Whatever. Um, but yes, uh, so... Stay tuned on that. So I'm sure once that once that news breaks, that'll be all over the place as to what happened there, which right, is just exactly. that, that's sad. sad. Yep, very sad, especially at 31. Like shit, I'm only 35. It's like that's not. You don't yeah. look a day over 40. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> that's very nice of you. The top of my bald head is very, uh, it's very, very, shiny. Youth, very youthful. TV is reflecting right off. I don't even have to look at the TV. <laughs> I look at her head. <laughs> Uh, and then this will take me into another conversation, but this does directly involve the NFL because this is, I know this is something that you wanted to touch on, which is first ever XFL player. Yeah. Into the got NFL, drafted. Yeah. Got drafted. Yeah. Yep. So I knew that was something that you wanted to talk about. Like you no, just I make, just just cool make mention of it. I thought it was pretty cool that a professional athlete that played for the XFL gets drafted. I think he went the fifth round. Right, and, and that was kind of like the whole thing that we were talking about when it came to the XFL, is even though it's its own entity, it's kind of like the minor system for football. That's why I think the NFL is going to bail them out here. Oh, do you them, do you think, think they will? Yeah, I think they'll bail them out, keep the XFL running around, because they're using it as a minor league system. I, I And maybe maybe I'm just way off base. A lot of teams picked the free agents from the gonna, XFL this year. I was going to say, doesn't it make sense for the NFL to have a minor league? Like, the, you have baseball minor leagues, like... Like basketball, like you have these, but football doesn't. Yeah, and I like football's minor league that it's always been is college, <sighs> but that's not a minor league system because you can't just go out and pick them up. No. Like you wait for the draft and on you know undrafted free agents process, or whatever. Yeah, but like to have the XFL as your official minor league system or whatever. Yeah, I think so. If is. they bail them out, that's huge. Yeah, because I really like that league. I was enjoying it. I, I was. I think everybody was watching it. I think everybody was. Uh, like the rule changes, some of those things that were really cool. Yeah, we'll see what the NFL does with that and see if they... I did not know that. I hope they do bail them out. I really like that. But that brings me back to... The NFL's got money. They can help them out. But that brings me back to my next talking point, which if you've been following the show so far for the last hour and 20 minutes, uh, you will have seen at some point during our ticker tape at the bottom that the XFL commissioner... Oliver Luck is suing Vince McMahon. Which, by the way, when I when I found out this story, I did not realize Oliver Luck, the commissioner of the XFL, is Andrew Luck's dad. I did not know that. Played in the NFL too. Yeah, I but I like I never put two and two together. I was just like, okay, like you know, I can't think of like people's names right now. But like you know, like if the last name was Smith, like a common name, it's like okay, yeah, Luck's not a common name, but it's like. And just because he's a commissioner, I wouldn't assume that he's just related. But just yeah. because they have the same last name, yeah. Yeah. But uh, so I was reading into this lawsuit. I, I forgot to follow up to see what how McMahon's responding or how this lawsuit's going to go. But basically, it's a, it's a wrongful termination lawsuit that uh, he was fired the day before 
they announced that they were going under, that right, they, they yeah. were closing its doors. And the reason I, it, it appears the reason he is looking to file this wrongful termination was uh, he got hired as the XFL's commissioner. So he left his job with the NCAA, whatever he was doing there. I, I don't know. Where, yeah, I don't know where he was. At I don't know what he was doing there. Yeah. But then he came into the XFL and was supposed to be making somewhere between twenty to twenty-five million as the commissioner. So if you're making, if if that's your contract, you're coming in at twenty to twenty-five percent, or twenty-five, twenty-five percent uh, million dollars. You're doing that because that's a huge difference from what you were doing. So it's like, all right, I'm all in on this. That's a nice like, little payday for the XFL right there. Right. So uh, now he's not going to get it wrongfully terminated and then the league goes under and apparently after he was fired yeah Vince McMahon has now shut down all communication with the man not returning emails phone calls nothing as far last I read was Oliver Luck like this is his last shot in the dark to try and get in touch with McMahon he wants his 20 million man so to me, I find that crazy. It's like this is that's a lot of money right there. I, I would never expect the XFL commissioner to make twenty million dollars a year. Yeah, twenty twenty to twenty five million. When it comes back, where do I sign up at? I'm ready right? to go. Right? Like that's insane. But see, at the same time, I'll do it for <clears throat> half that. All right. But see, at the same time, like with the XFL, uh, McMahon was saying like he was expecting to be in the red for the first three to five years. He was expecting to have losses. It's a new business. Yeah. It takes time to build up. But then, like, because, like, Vince McMahon is, as far as I could tell, this dude is shady. Like, like if you really read into this, it, I mean, it's shady. Like, he, I think it said he put out somewhere around, like, $500 million or something towards this league for salaries, et cetera, all, all of it. Yeah. And I think at the end of the day... Oh, here it is. It's coming across, well, on my screen. So it'll be coming up soon on yours. Well, when they hear me talking, it'll already be there for the uh, wrongful termination. Uh, so he put out something like $500 million and only ended up losing like half a million dollars. And they still canceled the league or something like that. He's and then man. He's one of the best businessmen out there, man. But then, because he lost that money, like there's something about like he's the one that lended the money to the league so it's technically he took a loan out on himself so he actually never lost money it's a it's a lot of like you said he's shady there's a lot of there's weird a, stuff like I, I was looking at like the people that bought into the XFL like mm-hmm. I could not understand the numbers and everything that was going on yeah it was, it's well a lo- above my pay grade right there a lot well above your pay grade but you want him to pay you 20 to 25 million I said I'll take 10 million damn son that becomes part of your pay grade bro <laughs> If you don't know it now, what makes if you think he he's going to give it to you? If he gives me the $10 million, then, yeah, that is my pay grade. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I, I just – if you that's something that if you're interested in that, like there is some really shady stuff going on there, and it's wild. Really, really wild, at least to me. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, we're, we haven't been on the show for an hour and a half in a long time, but today we're doing it, and my, my voice is starting to show. A lot of talking. Um I think uh, I think two weeks ago I mentioned about uh, UFC 249 
they were trying to do Fight Island and all this yeah, other stuff. Yeah, stupid stuff like so now, that. So, I'm not really a UFC guy. Yeah, so now Dana White has come back out and said that uh, uh, UFC 249 will happen. They have rescheduled it for, again, this is on the ticker at the bottom. Um, I believe it said May 9th. Okay. Which I find hard to believe. Like, I, I still don't see it happening. Everybody's still going to be quarantined. <laughs> but his reason for it says it's going to happen. It's going to be at this uh, performance center. And they're doing rigorous testing and all of this. And it's only happening as long as the medical doctors clear them. I did hear that part. Yeah. So What's I, the point of doing it? I think in his head... In Dana White's head, I think he's just, I think this whole coronavirus is stupid. I think the quarantine is stupid. You're costing me money. Dana White's above everybody. That's I'm doing thinks. it my way. And his way is, okay, well, WWE can still do their stuff. So then I'm going to do my stuff. And if I'm going to do my stuff, well, I'm going to be over safety. I'm going to go above and beyond. And I, I'll make sure that everybody's medically cleared. It's like, okay, well, that was a short trip for her. Anyway, uh, so yeah, that's so that's something to that we'll be on the lookout for. I still don't believe it's going to happen on May 9th or whatever day that is. Whenever it comes across the ticker, you'll see it. But uh, something something to be on the lookout for as far as that if you are a UFC fan. Uh, also, let's switch gears. Do you have anything else you have? Nope. Okay, so I'm going to switch some gears. Uh, how about the MLB? A lot. So the MLB... What's going on in MLB that we haven't talked about the last three weeks? I got two things. What's that? Go for it. Uh, the investigation into the Red Sox finally came Yeah, and they got out. nothing. They got nothing. Uh, I think, actually, what they got was uh, a replay camera operator has been suspended... They threw somebody that wasn't making a lot of money under the bus. That's what happened. That's and the they, Boston way. And then they lost their second round draft pick or something. It's something stupid. I mean, yeah. come on. So it's that like, and like all the articles that I read on this all, all basically say the same thing towards the end of it. Uh, the MLB and the Boston Red Sox have screwed over the fans so poorly that the Boston Red Sox do not deserve a dime from anybody. Don't go to their games. Well, nobody's going to go do, to the games. I understand, but and you, and they're still like their fans are still going to go. But everybody's talking about how absolutely ridiculous this is that you you put the Astros on blast and everybody was waiting for that how that was going to fall down. They even said, um, uh, I'm drawing a blank on the guy who um, at the center of this whole thing. Um, went uh, You're talking about Cora. Cora? Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cora. Uh, they said, uh, yeah, they, they didn't have enough evidence for the Red Sox and him and this, that, and the other thing. And they're like, yeah, why are we supposed to believe? Like, look what he's done in the past. Like, he agreed and, and told you flat out, like, yep, this is what we did in Houston. But he didn't do it in Boston? Like, I mean... Like, like I said, people are people are frustrated, upset about I'm it. I'm tired of the situation. Uh, not my team, not my problem. Speaking of not your team, not your problem, the next one that's making its rounds is uh, Aaron Ro- uh, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Her- uh, Rodriguez. You're I, dude, about I'm- to say every Aaron name under the belt except for the right one. How about I just say A-Rod? Okay. 
Okay, there you go. So A Rod and J Lo went to. They want to buy the Mets. They right? want to buy the Mets. Go for it. Enjoy. What, what is the purpose in that? Is that just like like he's a, got an ego? He wants to own a team. There you go. Jeter down in Florida. <laughs> Egos, all so, right? So that's what they it is. Wanna, he, yeah. He's just trying to compete with Jeter, maybe? Probably. Let's see who has a bigger one. Let's go. <laughs> um, also, and then before, I got two more talking points, and then I, I'm done for the day. Do you have a weekend sports? I do. You want to get into that? Yeah, let's go. So, uh, real quick, uh, it's time to go back in time with our sports rewind. So, this week in sports history. It's a short one, because basically everything that I could find... Either said like, "Oh, this guy was drafted number one in the NFL draft." We don't need I'm like, to hear all that. I'm like, we don't need to get into that. No. So, in 1931, this week, Lou Gehrig hits his hits a home run, but is called out for passing a runner. Uh, this mistakes this mistake costs him the AL home run crown. So he and Babe Ruth end up tying for the season. 1978. Man, you jumped big time there. There really wasn't a lot. Oh, yeah. Slow, it, it, slow week in sports. It's been Boston marathons, like golf stuff that we already talked about. Yeah. 1978. For the very first time, your big, green, lovable Philly fanatic makes his appearance, debuting this week. 1986, which when we finish this recap, I w- we will come back to this in a second. 1986, Michael Jordan sets NBA playoff record with 63 points in a game. 1989, George W. Bush and Edward Rose become joint CEOs of the Texas Rangers. Also that year, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar plays his last game as a Laker. Fascinating. She came home and just wants to, like, cause havoc. Yep. Uh, 1995, uh, the court has ordered Daryl Strawberry to pay back $350,000 in taxes. Also in 95, uh, baseball... The baseball season finally gets started after the lengthy baseball strike. You'll appreciate this one. In 97, Seattle, Seattle Mariner Ken Griffey Jr. hits his 250th home run. Love the kid. Ken Griffey, the best. 2003, Patrick Waugh plays his final career NHL game. And in 2004, I threw this in there because I just enjoy this, this conversation. Uh, during the NFL draft, Old Miss quarterback Eli Manning first picked by the San Diego Chargers, claims he doesn't want to play there. He'd He'd rather go to law school. He did not. Based off the trade between that and the Giants, uh, he ended up playing for the Giants and ended up with his whole career there. So that concludes this week in sports history. That was a short one. Like I said, there really wasn't a lot of stuff to talk about. Like, Like Most of it was really centered on who was drafted number one overall in the NFL. That's what it came down to. Uh... And then, last two things I want to talk about, and it's just real brief. Uh, your PS4 tournament. Uh, I know send we keep saying handles. It. Come on, man. S- send, us, send us the handles to your PS4 accounts so we can get this started so quarantine is a little bit less boring. Uh, and then, also, I forgot to mention this last week, which is uh, Michael Rubin put together the fundraiser, the All In Challenge. If you Obviously, everybody's probably heard about it, but if you haven't looked into it, a lot of the uh, prizes and stuff are coming to a close at the beginning of May. I think most of it I saw was May 6th or 8th in that area. Uh, a lot of the big items are for auction, which is like, you know, over thousands and thousands and hundreds of thousands of dollars. And I'm sitting there I'm like, well, then why are they sharing this with the fans? Because, like, that doesn't make sense to me why we want to do that. 
But there's a there's a section on it that's called sweepstakes. Yeah. So that's like the raffle. Right. And that's where you have like a lot of really nice stuff. So it's like ten dollars for a raffle ticket or twenty for three or whatever. Uh, and that's where you can find you know design your own Eagles play, run that. I would go, love to do that. Go down to preseason, uh, call your play on the field, meet the players. Uh, there's stuff there for the Sixers. If I called my own play for the Eagles, they would just hire me right away to be offensive coordinator. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so that running gun offense would take over. So that's definitely something that I think is worth uh, people looking into. Because again, the money goes to a good cause, but also you get opportunities to see something that you you never get to: meeting celebrities, being in movies, designing your own play, hanging out with the Sixers, going on double dates with the Ertzes or whoever else. Yeah. Couple Ton- things were a little goofy. <laughs> Tons of things. I think I think uh, Bob Menery would end up being your caddy to go golfing at any golf course of your choice. Uh, different different thing, but uh, Roger Goodell's auctioning off to sit in his recliner on a Monday night game next week next year. It, really? Whoever donates the most money for the coronavirus that they were. <laughs> That's bizarre. They showed his chair the whole weekend, so people were like, "Oh, well, one guy sitting in your chair." <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, that basically concludes everything that I got. We rocked through this for an hour and a half. We did. Well, good show, buddy. All right. So uh, you guys can tune in next week. Uh, we're on every Sunday, 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, thank you for listening. Thanks for enjoying the show. Uh, sorry we didn't have that many call-ins. I'll take a look to see if there's anything wrong with the phones. But also, uh, tune back in. You'll see on the screen the Show.com. Give it a look. And we'll see you all next week. Have a good night.